Hello, hello. Welcome back to the CTO Studio. I, of course, am your host, Nikolai Walker, on the mic and on your ear. My favorite place to be with the content you want and the content you need. So we are into part two of our six-part series with Jeff Miller, who is a professional certified coach, and we are talking about curiosity within the workplace and how to differentiate between what is being curious and just doing things that are curious and then building healthy relationships around that and then defining friendship in the workplace. So without further ado, let me have Etienne take it over so we can get started. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to completely meta mode and wondering if my desire to code was born from curiosity. Maybe curiosity got me into it. But then the subsequent programming and the solving and the playing and the games and the the learning how to code, I, I wonder if, if, if curiosity sort of spiked in the beginning and then just kind of because here's the thing that I notice in people, if not CTO types, is and, and really in people, it's the we don't like change and we rush to the familiar. And you see this a lot in 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 the way we solve problems. Oftentimes we will solve problems. We will solve new problems with old ways of doing things because that's what we know how to do. And I would say, even though you're solving, ostensibly solving a problem there, you're not, there's no curiosity involved in that. Yeah, you're 100% correct. I don't think people like being uncomfortable and, and like you know, stretching themselves and what their normal bandwidth is. And I don't want to say there's anything wrong with that because there isn't. But it is limiting, right? Like, we're not going to Mars with that thinking, right? We're not, we're not doing massive things. We're not solving world hunger with that thinking, right? That's not going to get the job done. And we're not creating all these amazing, innovative things without inviting curiosity, at least a seat at the table. And I think, you know, like you said, curiosity probably got us into everything we're doing. But at one point, we realized curiosity wasn't efficient. And it was getting in the way of immediate results. That is very, very insightful. Because it does, you know, it's this, it's, this, it's this constant struggle between delivery and predictability and measurability, whereas curiosity lives in this innovation we don't know what we're going to give you in three weeks. It could be everything. It could be nothing. Yeah. Somewhere, someone has created a spreadsheet template for curiosity. <laughs> so do you, do you have a theory or a feeling on how we, we as adults lose it? Lose that? So if children are naturally curious and... Uh, I saw an interview recently with um, Jonas, the, the NBA MVP. And he said he practiced with Kobe Bryant once and he asked Kobe Bryant for advice. And Kobe said, be like a child. Play, play like a child or something. And Jonas was confused. And Kobe basically said, be curious, just Constantly be curious as to what what's going on around you. Don't ever settle for what you know. And and so I'm just 
I'm just thinking, how is it that we lose that? Yeah, I mean, all we have to do is look at how either we, you know, relate to our own kids or how our parents relate to us. At a certain point, we lost the permission to be curious. And we became practical. Right? Like, at some point, like, our stuffed animals had to have a name. They had to have a gender. They had to, like, wear things. Uh, we had to get up and brush our teeth and have structure and stop being silly, right? And, again, when you look at society as a whole, like, there's nothing wrong with that. There, there's definitely a time and place for certain things. But the way we're told it has to be this way, we basically conform. And I actually think a lot of CTOs, and I would – probably say yourself is a response to not conforming, right? Like you're all about innovation. You're all about empowering others. That's what this is all about, right? We're empowering CTOs at this point in time and people, right? Well, that is not conforming, right? Conforming is to staying in your lane, doing your thing. So it's a constant rebound effect of like conform, unconform, conform, unconform. And I think to answer your question, and like I love the Kobe Bryant and Giannis conversation, because we should question everything. The minute we stop questioning things, curiosity goes out the window. We become robots. And I think it's healthy, whether we're talking about spirituality, relationships, uh, politics, uh, just our routines, right? Health. It's just going to help support you being that more sure about your process. I think people don't question the system or process enough. And to your point, they look at what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. Yeah, and and what I find to be the subtlety there is the you can come to a problem or a person or an organizational deficiency and want to solve it for the right reasons. And yes, you, that's, what you, that's why you're a highly paid executive and you solve problems. But you can also come to it with, a, a, like you said, a curiosity and... and, and, and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting on um, sort of a, a nauseating phrase that technical people or technical leaders like to throw out. It's like, well, what problem are you really trying to solve? And to me, that, that is not the beginning of curiosity. That to me is the beginning of adversity or screw this, I don't have time for this shit. So I want to dig a little bit into that subtlety of how it shows up in the workplace because it can have the appearance of curiosity, but really it's everything but. Yeah, it's coming from that fixy place, which is like forcing curiosity so as to fix something. And I love what you said. It's like, what problem are you really trying to solve? Like you're actually creating a wedge. And like a, a roadmap that they that people have to follow, instead of asking a question of like, what are we creating today? 
So yeah, you can solve the one problem or you can create solutions that create a foundation that, you know, create a system that unintentionally solves hundreds of problems. I have a feeling you can CTO the shit out of some situations. And for those of us who attended the retreat November 3rd through the 5th, we all evidenced that. We all saw it with our own eyes. Well, and look, like, I only know this, A, for just from my background of being an athlete and always needing something to fix, play the best match of your life or something wrong. Um, always looking at what areas were wrong. And even now, like my training, right, and how I was programmed, I have to catch myself, especially with my kids. Um, but also like the experiences I have of working with the executives. This is normal, right? You know, you're working with the, the quote unquote best and brightest. You don't think they've been conditioned with the same things because it creates results. But what it does is creates limiting results because as long as there's a problem to solve, there's a job to do. But if that's the case, and there is a need for that in organizations, but who's actually working down the road? Who's actually focused on culture? Who's focusing on empowerment? And who's focusing on the macro of like, where do we actually want to go without needing to react so much? So, so what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm stuck on now is just this amazing concept of in that little exchange we had about what problem are you trying to solve? We live in this business world, this MBA world where there's a tool for everything, right? There's a, Oh, if there's a prioritization, you use the initiative prioritization tool and you, or you use the Kanban for, you know, and, and there's just, there's the, Leadership development feels like, wow, I've got a tool for conflict management. I've got a tool for this. And, and oh, we're going to apply this scrum, this, and we're going to do that. And, and what I find so liberating, just even in this moment, is to say curiosity. You're not bringing, hey, I am bringing my tool. You need to, to fill in the blanks. And now we're going to have this mental model solve the thing for us. It's saying, I am curious about this whole thing that's playing out in front of me right now. I am curious like a child is curious about a red bouncy ball. Yeah, uh, you're 100% correct. I have lots of tools in my garage. Uh, I don't have a good mindset for building and using those tools. Therefore, a hammer is really useless with me, right? Basically, I can hammer in some nails. That's all I got. I'm not building anything because I haven't taken that curiosity and developed a mindset around the possibility of that tool. And two people can go into that same garage and the two different mindsets will produce two completely different outcomes. That is genius. It's like I've been, I've been addicted to a TikTok lately where an, a, a master chef takes fast food. The son, it's the son's TikTok account. So his dad is a master chef or an iron chef or something. And then 
he'll buy like Popeyes or KFC or McDonald's or Pandas and he'll bring it to his dad. And after his dad like vomits in his mouth, he asks his dad to reimagine the, the dish with the same ingredients. Like he takes the, literally what the son purchased and the dad will redo it. And I'm having that image now of, of, of the amazing thing that curiosity is really the mindset with which you go into your garage or into your bag of tricks versus the, oh, it's, it's, it's a steel thing and it looks like I've got to try and put two things together. So I'm going to beat the crap out of it with this thing that's got like a, you know, like looks like a hammer. So that to me is actually a very interesting um, metaphor. Yeah, and I think, you know, again, looking at your example of the fast food, right, and the son bringing the, the dad and the Iron Chef, you know, hey, can you duplicate this orange chicken, <laughs> this fried rice, it's not that good, and make it like five-star food. So what is great about organizations and even healthy entrepreneurs and CTOs is the art of duplication. So be careful what you duplicate. Right. So we can't duplicate the Iron Chef skill. At least I can't right now. Maybe you can't. But we can duplicate his or her mindset. And I think that's the thing where we look at curiosity is can we create an invitation to be curious? And can we create it with an invitation to duplicate and recreate across the organizations where it empowers people to be curious first and foremost? Instead of focusing on getting it done or solving the problem, but actually honor the process of even questioning, like, why would we look at this issue? Like, what would it create for us? And then having some clay-like molding period where you get to be curious before you actually do the thing. And I've seen this happen in organizations, and it actually turns out that they become more efficient because a lot of things they don't actually do. And they would have wasted a lot of time on that quote-unquote problem. Yeah, and and, and that would... And that that further clarifies for me the habit of going. Oh, there's a habit that has the appearance of curiosity that is solving problems the way you do it with the tools versus the, the actual curiosity which opens up possibility and joins the scenario as a partner to create and to say, okay, what, you know, and I, I think this is where powerful questions come in and, and maybe we can talk about that a little bit. So, so what does in your experience, you know, even with coaching people, what does that curiosity actually look like inside of an organization? Thank you so much for joining us here on the CTO Studio, and thank you to our guest, Jeff Miller, who is a professional certified coach, and we will be back next week with part three of this continuing conversation, long overdue in my opinion, about remaining curious in business. Now, our CTOs peer groups are digging deeper and deeper into this content and sharing their challenges around the role of CTO. So if you're looking for more or want to continue this conversation, please join us by visiting 7CTOs.com forward slash call. You can 
also access this podcast via iTunes. So please go download that and we'll see you again next week.